This week's show brought to you by Strike Kings, Kings of Bass TV. Tune in to season three of KOB TV on the Kings of Bass YouTube channel and check out episode number four where Greg Hackney is back for a brisk start to the 2022 season of the Bass Mastery Elite Series on the St. John's River. While Mark Zona is in his element in studio with Bassmaster before he hits the water for some fun of his own on the KVD 300 jerkbait. Make sure to click the subscribe button and leave a comment on the video to be eligible to win a new Team Lose Greg Hackney Signature Series 7-6 pitching rod and a Lose Super Duty bait cast reel, along with an assortment of Strike King baits and more. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. What's up, guys? CB back, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, uh, episode 200 and something. I don't even remember anymore. It's been so long since I've been on here due to travel and illness and you name it, I've done it. But we're back. And as an angler, your time on the water is your most valued asset. Your boat needs reliable batteries for starting and running your rig and equipment, shorter charge times, and more usable capacity. Without the late-day voltage sags means you can spend more time chasing that fish of a lifetime. Learn more about the Relyon Lithium Advantage today at RelyonBattery.com. Great show for you guys tonight. DX is here. KG is here. And 2022 MLF Red Crest Cup champ, Bobby Lane. Going to be joining the show. Going to talk about a recent news article and a decision he and his family have made and uh, what that means for him as well as um, others in the industry. So a lot going on with the show tonight. It should be a uh, should be a great show. Got a few other announcements, some U-Pick news and drama, and um, who knows what else we get into. It's all going to start right here on the Angler's Channel Insider. <laughs> Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks. This week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm Chris Brown, along with Kenneth Grover, David Jong. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Welcome in 2022 Red Crest champ, Mr. Bobby Lane. Bobby, how are you, bud? I'm doing well, guys. And I love that uh, title in front of that name, the 2022 <laughs> Red Crest champ. That does not get old. I was going to say, it's been a few months since that's happened, but it can't get old, can it? I mean, we know the trophies nope, there and all that. Every time I walk in the house, I get to see that big, beautiful trophy. I got, I'm, I'm on my way back from picking up my daughter at cheerleading, and we're, uh, we're just humming along down here in hot Florida right now. Man, it's hot down here. Well, it's, you know, it's funny. November first, I'm in Kenneth and I are in Alabama, and it's what Kenneth in the 70s today, pushing almost, almost pushing 80. David's up in Wisconsin somewhere. Is it snowing yet, David, up there? We had 70s today. 70s in Wisconsin. So, yeah, kind of a, wow. kind of a weird weather deal here for sure. Yeah. But, well, they'll uh, be spawning next week down here if, if it's old, you know? <laughs> well, I was going to say, NPFL's on Kissimmee. It's going to be – you never know what can happen there, can you? 
I'm telling you, man, it's uh, you never know with this Florida weather. It's uh, they like to hold back. I mean, you'll get a couple of small waves push up, but um, all in all, it's uh, it'll be Florida will be good this year. We had a lot of water with that hurricane, and uh, they've been biting really, really good. And you know, when you get extra water, it gives anglers places to spread out and it keeps the fish spread out. And when you do find them, you can kind of key something in. So, I expect good weights this year, absolutely, absolutely. Well. Um, David actually sent a text out this morning to Kenneth and I with a Siri call it a firecracker emoji, but kind of like, uh, you know, a, a bomb going off. And it was an announcement of you leaving MLF to pursue the opens to kind of requalify for the elites. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, man. You know, I've been, I mean, I've been, uh, I've been all around, right. I've started in FLW years and years ago, and then I qualified for the elite series and, I gave them 11 years, and then I I was uh, one of the originals on the Major League Fishing. Did that for 11 years, and uh, man, you know, it's I've, I've had a wonderful career. Like it has been awesome, and uh, you know, there's a there's a trophy I didn't get, guys, and it was at Bassmaster Classic, and I came so close. And I think after winning the Red Crest, um, me and my family have decided we want to we want to get back and try to win that Bassmaster Classic. I want to, I got the world championship and I got a red crest and I got, I got some other trophies. Uh, but how cool would that be to have all three of those stacked up on that mantle? I think it would, would be awesome. And, uh, to have my family back in, in that Coliseum was, would, would be the deal. Now don't take anything away from this. Red crest was amazing. What MLF did this year was phenomenal. Uh, had my family with me there, and every single minute of it, every single minute of that was priceless. We truly, truly enjoyed our time there. And uh, just to just to reflect back on the pictures and the videos and stuff, it, it was uh, awesome to have my family there. So I mean, we're just we're, we're looking at a business decision here more than anything, right? Well, I do have a hundred percent support behind my spon from my sponsors, so it's a it's a great opportunity, um, you know that I can make either go one way or the other. And, and I'm, and I've decided to, to switch over and, and fish BASS and, and try to get back in that Bassmaster classic. So yeah, it's a, it's a business decision, but it's a family decision. I mean, we, we've sat down and prayed every night about it. You know, yesterday was sign up for the Bass Pro Tour and, and I did not do that. And today is sign up for the opens and I'll be signing up first thing in the morning. So I got nine opens on my schedule and whatever else I can fit in. But, um, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this decision. I'm excited about a change and uh, I'm looking forward to the future, man. Did, was, was this a consideration, um, like prior to winning the Red Crest or is this all now that you've won the Red Crest, you're, you know, just, just looking at, looking at this as, you know, trying to get that classic trophy and, and doing that, or have you, th have you been thinking about this for a little bit? Uh, that's a, that's kind of a loaded question, but I tell you what, after winning the Red Crest, I have never been hungrier for another trophy, and that was the classic. So sure. I, as an angler, it's kind of hard to put it all together, but my brother's got what I want, and I got what he wants, <laughs> and uh, you yeah, had to keep it to keep it on the fun side of things. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just that time, guys. It really is. I mean, my we, I, my youngest one's 13 now. I'm not getting any younger and, you know, life's about chances. And sometimes you, you got to throw that rear view mirror away and, and see what's in front of you. 
Sure, sure. And we're not we're not picking on one or the other by any stretch of means, but it looks like they're starting to go in the right direction with the with the best five for a catchway release now and some of that. Some of those changes seem to be going in the right direction, in my opinion. I would assume you'd think the same. Uh, you know, I think there needed to be some changes for sure. Um, the catchway release, um, I, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think uh I think Major League is still still somewhat young in, in their learning year to year and the, the catch way and release. And I hear there might be a small change in, in the way they pay their entry fees and, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, you know, the, the nice thing about Major League is they do make changes. And, um, you know, you, you hope it's for the best. I, I won't be a part of that next year. Um, I'll be eager to see how things work. But, uh, you know, I... I, uh, after fishing a couple of the years of the pro circuits, I kind of got back to my roots on fishing the weigh-in style, catch five, bring them in, uh, walk across the stage with them. And, uh, it kind of, it brought back some old memories, guys. And, uh, it's kind of led us to where our decision is now. It's, it's hard to get away from that, isn't it? From seeing the crowd, seeing your family out there and especially the classic. I mean, you've been close a time or two there and that stage is, it's, I've never been on it. I can only imagine it's it's there's nothing else like it in this in, in in this sport. Well, you you said it when you first said it. It's hard to get away from it, and unfortunately, uh, I can't get away from it because once I went back to it, that was uh, well, that was what was fun to me again, man. And you're right, the classic was something I lived and fought for for a long time, and I was super close. Thought I had it won at Hartwell a couple of times, and uh, really been close in several other events, and. Uh, you know, after winning the Red Crest, I, I it gave me a new sense of, or let's call it a some more energy or another drive to be like, hey, Bobby, you can win a major, and that that's where that's where it started. You know, sure, sure, Kenneth. You know, Bobby, as a professional anger, you're really kind of uh, your own your own business. Um, Tell us a little bit about how important it is to have options. I mean, as a professional angler, um, having options and being able to make you know decide what's best for you and your your business, um, which is you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about about you know your thoughts on that? Sure, man. Uh, yeah, this is a business. I mean, we have to treat it like a business. This is the way we pay our bills. We keep our kids in school, and uh, you know, provide food and 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 a and a retirement all that stuff lining up and um without sponsors guys i, I know i said it once but to have them a hundred percent on board i think that you know some guys can't make this decision and just flip, flip flop around or go back and forth or, or leave one and go to the other um i think i you know knock on wood very humbly say this but fortunate that i did win the red crest this year and and have had some prior success in my career winning, you know, an elite series and world championships and yeah. a couple of events in, in, in an open and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I've kind of, I've, I've, I've been around, you know, and uh, I've played the right cards. I've never burned a bridge. I never plan on burning a bridge. I know that's the most important thing in this business, but, um, you know, keep, keep loyal to who, who I believe in, which is my sponsors and give all the glory to God and away we go. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we know, you know, last year fishing BPT and also fished some of the, um, uh, some of the pro circuit events. I know there was a, you know, a few times there, I mean, it was you, your brother and your nephew 
you know, in these events. And that had to be cool uh, for, for, you know, three generations there, or, you know, three, three lanes in, in, in one tournament. Yeah. And you know what, I'm ready to, I'm ready to see that happen again sometime down the road. You know, it was, it was awesome to get that. I just talked to Cal today and I have talked to Chris today. I mean, we're, we're families, we're blood, man. It's thicker than, you know, we, we stick together. That's what family does. And, uh, we've all, you know, Chris has kind of led the pack in, in starting us all down this professional fishing career. I mean, he's the one that went out and made the first very FLW regional back in the days. And I kind of followed in his footsteps and now Cal's following in both of our footsteps. And, you know, I don't know what Cal's going to fish next year. He's talking about fishing opens, Toyotas, invitationals. I mean, you know, it's it's a free-for-all for everybody. But th- those days were really special. Uh, we had Justin Lucas on a lot of those, and it was really cool renting a house and, and getting to spend those times. But, you know, unfortunately, that pro circuit kind of went away for the most part, the championship and, the, and a lot of the payout. The Invitationals is a way to get to Redcrest and to the Bass Pro Tour. And, you know, it just really doesn't align for, for all of us to fish those again right now. Right, right. Bobby, what was the what was the big appeal back in 2018 when everybody was was making the moves? I mean, what was the big appeal to you to to, to make the move over to Major League Fishing from Bass? Uh, you know, it was a weird time back then four years ago, and it was uh, I had been a part. I was a part of Major League from the beginning, and we had the Cup events, and we were. Um, you know, signing up with no entry fees and, and being a part of a brand new organization, you know, um, we weren't getting a lot accomplished where we were and, um, not that, not that it was really, really bad, but it was just like, okay, a new change in a, in a new format. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And we all went, we all went that way. I mean, it was a mass movement then, you know, and right. As it's going on, what are we, four years into it, four or five years into it? Now we're starting to see some trickling back and back and forth and, and, you know. So looking at the schedule for the Opens for next year, I mean, anything stick out to you, anything get you excited? Uh, a lot of shallow water. <laughs> flipping, flipping, flipping sticks and Durabraid uh, and, you know, back 101, fishing, fishing – 101 again man that's that's uh that's what i'm after so trying to qualify for that classic and uh get that trophy um uh, excited yeah, i mean the, the elites the, tr- the trophy the i got a lot i got a lot to shoot for but it's nice you know i love having goals man yeah well dude we're we're excited to see you in the opens next year excited to see where you go um a very very interesting announcement this morning but we're excited for you and uh, excited to see how this goes. I know your sponsors are as well. You know, you've always been very gracious to us at iCast and, and other shows to talk about new products and things. And I know there's a lot of stuff that uh, in that boat that, that's going to get going to get tossed around next year to, to get you on that path back to the classic. And um, I, I know we're excited to see you there. I know you are too. Well, guys, I appreciate your time. Thank you. You know, I said it earlier, we're all in this together. Let's just make it as best as we possibly can while we're here. Amen to that. Bobby, thanks so much. Take care, good luck, and uh, we'll see you next year. You got it, guys. Thank thanks, you. buddy. See you. Well, guys, here he is. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I don't know what uh, the issues here are, but um, have not had that problem before. 
Imagine me having audio issues, KG. Me having audio issues. But thank God we weren't live. It, it, it would have only been better if we were alive that I, that I totally effed that up. I don't know what happened. Lost the call. Never came back into the end of the board. And uh, so, yeah, leave it, uh, leave it to Beaver here to totally F that up. But um, Bobby Lane, going back to the, to the Opens, try to requalify for the Elites. I know from reading some newsletters and things today um, that, uh, you know, there's supposedly one more BPT angler that's headed that direction. I don't know who yet. Um, do, do you feel like we'll see a mass exodus? Not a mass exodus, but see – more people not re-sign for BPT and and head to opens or try to do both or I know Poche announced he was fishing the elites and the BPT this year. Um, you know, a lot of John Cox wannabes out there, but uh, I don't know. What 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 are y'all's thoughts on that? Well, it seems like we're seeing a couple every year. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, these guys have different reasons for for deciding that. It doesn't necessarily mean that something is bad, you know, on one side or the other. Right. These guys, you know, if they get to a point where there's – they have to have something that that drives them. You take take someone like Bobby who's who's a little older, been doing it a while, he's got a family, got a lot of things going on. You know, it, it he has to have something to really push him and keep him focused. And it sounds like maybe the enticement of a classic is what's gonna gonna drive where he had already won everything on the MLF side. Well, yes. No, you're right. And you look at you know, reading an interview today with Nixon coming back to the elites, and uh, he's from reading this, he's been wanting to come back for a few years. But hadn't right. been able to because Clun and Fritz have had the the legends exemption. Clun requalified on his own this year, three points. So that opened up a spot. Nixon gets in. And I quote, he says, I'm just not liking where the whole fishing world is going right now. So now's the time to fish bass if I can get in. I'm built for fishing for five bass. I'm not interested in catching a lot of them, even though I like to catch a lot of them, believe me. My mentality has always been to compete with the best five, the way things were going on at MLF. And again, I'm quoting folks. The only prize he had at the end of the rainbow was to get into the BPT, and he wanted to have a goal at the end of the season. Of course, the Classic is the biggest goal there is. So, end quote. So that's where he's at. That's what he's doing. It sounds like Bobby's headed the, the, the same direction. Bobby doesn't have that legend exemption, though. He's got to go through the Opus to get there. But uh, excited to see how that how that goes for him. For sure. Uh, but I, I will tell you this and listening to Bobby, you know, one of the things that I like about Bobby, you know, watching him on live is, is his excitement and how he gets into his fishing. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool to see a lot of more people need that. I think there's a lot of anglers that could learn something from Bobby. Bobby keeps it fun. Some of those guys get to a point where I think they take the fun out of it, but in listening, when, when you brought up that schedule and him talking about a lot of shallow water, I mean, he, you could tell he got a little excited there. Oh, yeah. He's going to be pumped up for that. Absolutely is. Absolutely is. Looking at that schedule, you open up on Eufaula in March, right? First of March. And you got Toledo Bend in April, Bugs Island in uh, in May, which thank you. Thank you, Bass, for calling it Bugs Island and not Kerr Reservoir. I don't care what the official name is. Bugs Island is where it's at, right? That's home body water. Wheeler in May. KG, I mean, come on. That's going to be good. Lake Eufaula in Oklahoma 
in June, July in the St. Lawrence, Watts Bar in September, Lake of the Ozarks in sept- in the end of September, and then Harris Chain in October. So could be good. Could be really good for Bobby Lane. So so he's trying to qualify for the leads, but if he wins any one of those opens, he's in the classic. Oh, that's right. right. Isn't that still yep. isn't that still yep. the case? Still winning your end. That's right. Still winning your so end. He, he doesn't have to get to the elites to then make it to the classic. He has a shot of making it in the opens. That's and this true. guy's this guy can win tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you're right. You're right. So especially some of those early ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he could he could be he could be qualified really early. Who, who was it? I guess it was it was Wiggins one year that qualified like in January. I had to wait like a year and or like fourteen months to get there. Or no, that was the year we had, we were going to Texas, I think, and somebody qualified in in January and and had to wait like a year and a half to get to the dang thing because we had, it got it got postponed. But um, heck, I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not Ken Duke or Matt Pangrak, so I'm 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 not that good at that at all. So we'll take a little break and we come back. I don't know, guys. I got a list of stuff we'll get into here. I don't think it'll be good or bad. It'll be ugly. We'll see right here, English Channel. Hey Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right, you know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit RelyonBattery.com slash Channel and use our special promo code Angler's Channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Today brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future marine charging is here. Find out more dualpro.com. Make sure you pair that up with a char- with a make sure you pair that God almighty Chris. You're awful. 
Find out more at dualpro.com and make sure you pair that up with a set of Relyon lithium batteries, the only lithium battery you need. Find out more at relyonbattery.com. Yeah, good stuff. KG, how are your Relyon batteries holding up for you? Just perfect as usual. I don't I don't even think twice about my batteries anymore. I know I know what they're capable of. No problem. So best best deal here that, that happened. David at the championship, we were there working and, uh, you know, Saturday morning, Jason decides to show up and we can, we can, we can, you know, hit on Jason now because he's, you know, not here anymore or with us and on the show. But yeah, so, uh, Jason decides to show up Saturday morning and, um, originally thought his batteries were dead. And we're like, well, you got that lithium train, big boy, you know, what you probably should do. And he's like, I think they're dead. I don't know. He can't do anything. He had other problems, but. We had a good time kind of razzing him on that on that lithium deal, not having lithium to rely on lithiums in his boat. I mean, hell, I got him in the trailer, and we were good. So, you know, that's what you got to yep. do. Yep. And you got a little dual pro. David, thank you. Yes, well, let me – we have Bobby in the first segment. I'll go ahead because I want to get everybody – I want everybody to get the meat of what's going on the first segment. Now we'll get into all the fluff. But um, thank you guys for filling in for me last week. Uh, was under the weather, not feeling great. I appreciate the calls, the texts, uh, the people that reached out and said that um, you should be sick every week. David and Kenneth did a great I job. Know about that. No, I did. I got one of those that said, um, said, missed you, not missed you, right? And it was, I, it was, I, did, I didn't recognize the number, right? It was, it was a first time, long time listener, first time caller, and didn't recognize the number. And they did. They said, they said, hey, you know, great show. Um, Sorry, not sorry that we that we missed you. So it sounds to me like it's you know fixed to fall in y'all's wheelhouse the way it sounds. So I can I can easily back out of this a little bit, but uh, but no, I appreciate the emails, the texts, and everybody reaching out. I am feeling better. Um, my buddy Kenny Kernell spread a little <laughs> a little cold flu. I don't know what across the the uh, hotel room there that night. I mean, that child was ha- hacking up a lung or two. I mean, it was bad. So you, you know it. it- it's, since you brought it up, it's interesting because, you know, he, I'm on the water with him. He's 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 the camera guy for me. So I, I don't know what he had to do or, or what kind of a struggle it was, but his cough before we got on the boat and after was it like hurt me when he started. Well, but for some reason, when we got on the boat and the camera was rolling, he he fought it back. Um, and I don't know what he had to do to do that as rough as it was, but. He, he fought it. it. It was bad. Now he, we may have partaken a little Jack Daniels fire before we went on the water that, or even on the water that morning. We, uh, I may have had a little bottle of whiskey in the in the trailer just in case we needed a little, little medic- for medicinal purposes, David. Medicinal purposes. <laughs> so I was feeling bad. He was feeling bad, and um, but he, yeah, I mean, we didn't sleep much because he was hacking. Coughing. I mean, just, but you're right. I and mean, the camera didn't move. He was, he was feeling good. I guess he coughed during while y'all were running. I don't know. But he, um, he did a good job with it, but glad he's feeling better and, uh, and me. But thank you guys for, uh, for all that. We appreciate it. I know I missed quite a bit last week. Uh, we do have the fully loaded You Pick 'em game that's wrapping up this month or last month in October. But here's the problem, David, is people have to play this game. Right to be considered okay. to be to, to win, and um, so we're going to go back to we're going to go back a month. Uh, well, let me just back this up. We really don't have a clear winner in um, in 
us, the AC group, because y'all just forget to play. So um, we're, we're going to scrap that a little bit. But for October, we had a six-way tie for first. Six-way tie. And so I decided to open this up just a little bit more. All right? We got a three-event three event list going on right now for November. This is, our fi- this is the fish-off. This right? is the fish-off. This is the fish-off. Okay. So it's a winner-take-all deal. And we're going to see who can uh, who can pull this out between Warren Beard, Marty Bull, Henry Engler, Billy Gunter, Willie McCall, John Patria, between those six. See, we're going to do it. Now, there was a <clears throat> there was one other that was qualified or that was in the running, but he had to be disqualified. Yeah, it turns out his email address was fraudulent. David's alias at fishingnorthalabama.com. Yeah, yeah. Did you know about this, David? Did you know about this at all? No. So <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't me nor does this. I'm going, I'm going through the results one day back in September, and I'm looking through these deals. Yes, I I, I was behind. I admit I was. Going through the and results. Ruined it. Huh? I completely ruined it. How did you ruin it? By saying something? I completely ruined it. You, you needed to catch it that week. I didn't buy, but because it actually it actually won a point that week, it, it and it, it it did, but I had to disqualify <laughs> it. Uh, rule one point one point one: fraudulent identity theft. You know, identity theft is a crime, Jim. All right, you can't you can't do that. But uh, yeah, uh, it, Kenneth, it, it was a it was a joke based off something that happened in, in the podcast that week. What happened? I, remind but, me. I, I it, see. The problem is you didn't catch it. You needed to have caught it that week, and it would have made sense. Well, you got to speak up. I didn't realize it was there. I mean, so heck, it's so far back. I've forgotten why, but somehow. We somehow David had an alias. We were brought up at David's alias. Something happened, and we were blaming it on David's alias. That's right. So That's David's right. alias started picking, picking tournaments. He did, and he won one that I had to disqualify due to fraudulent identity theft. So David's alias at fishingnorthalabama.com. That's your new. That's the, that's the I new can't email believe address. You think David's alias is fraudulent. <laughs> well, I'm pretty damn certain it's fraudulent, especially when it's at. You know, and I didn't at first. I'm thinking, well, that's a really weird last name. And then I see the email address and I'm like, David's alias at fishingnorthalabama.com. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think I know the guy that owns that website. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I see, I see where we're going now. David, he's just now catching on. Just now. No, I, think, on. I, think it was, I thought that you were trying to say it was like a, it was like a, like a hybrid of me and KG. Trying to do something like I, I didn't know if y'all were like in cahoots on this deal or what was happening, but uh, that's kind of what I figured. But uh, I, so yeah, I definitely didn't wasn't going to tell David. I was hoping you would bring it up the next podcast, and it it would have it was I, supposed to have been funny, but uh, I'm I'm sorry. You know, we're we're way beyond all that. Now. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just I'm just reading my notes is all I'm doing. So reading my notes, but uh, but yeah, so. That uh, pretty interesting deal there. Uh, so you pick them up for grabs. Three events this week: the Toyota Championship on Gunnersville, NPFL on Kissimmee, and the Coos River Team Classic on Neely Henry. So you guys get your picks in for those. Midnight tonight, Wednesday the second, goes off limits. So make sure you get your uh, get your picks in before then. All right, um, let's see what else is going on. We just talked to Bobby Lane, leaving MLF, going to pursue the Opens and the Classic. 
Um, and we mentioned it to him while we were talking to him, but Larry Nixon, legend exemption back in, we talked about that a little bit too, back in the, uh, back in the elites. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be fun to see. Um, we talked about it in, in our text messages between the three of us and it's, and what, what did you, how did you call it? Kenneth, you, you made a reference to something. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, I referenced a few different things. I'm not sure what direction you're going here. I'll have to go back and look, but I, I referenced it as, you know, kind of the, um, you know, him wanting to kind of like when a player signs with the team they were originally drafted through. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think I just, I said it, it's, it'll be pretty neat to see him close out his career. Yes. I, I'm not saying he's, you know, it's real quick, but however long he's got, you know, that he's going to fish competitively. It's kind of cool to see that he has a chance to close that out at, at you know, fishing Bassmaster. So I worked with Larry at striking <clears throat> tremendous guy really was. I enjoy him, like him a lot. Really, really good dude. Um, uh, his wife, Amy was great. I worked with both of them quite a bit. And, um, yeah, so I'm the guy that one passed on Polnick and two did not renew Nixon's contract at Strike King. So, if you're a an old Strike King OG, it wasn't my decision, but I'm the one I had to tell him um, that that's that's on me. So, but yeah, good times. But welcome back to the elites, Larry Nixon. Excited for you, bud. That's gonna be be very cool to well, see him across that stage. So, well, you know, you know, most people when they when they start, you know, getting interested in a sport, you know, they kind of there's there's an athlete of some sort that they kind of gravitate to, gravitate towards and that's their favorite anger kind of thing yeah that that's that's what larry nixon was for me i mean he was you know you know when i started getting interested in tournament fishing larry nixon was the one i wanted to try to emulate right and i have had i have been fortunate enough to spend a day on the water with him really um several years ago the 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 old i don't know if you remember the superstars tournaments i think yeah. they had them it was either two or three years they did them uh-huh i actually observed that one year and the way that worked is um you you got to spend one of the practice days their last practice day you got to spend with one angler on the water during that practice day and you actually came through they they practiced the weigh-in so it's the drop-through weigh-in kind of like the classic yeah so you know you fish with them on the water you went through the through the weigh-in and all that with them and um it's, uh, I was fortunate enough to fish that day with Larry Nixon. Wow. Which which was my angling hero at the point. So, I mean, it's it, that was well worth that trip. If I had not done anything else, that was well worth the trip. Well, one of the days of the tournament I also spent with Davey Height, which is another guy that I have a lot of respect for. So right. That was, that was a cool moment. That was a special trip for me. But, yeah, Larry Nixon's always been, in my opinion, he is the GOAT. David, who's your GOAT? So I, I didn't get into the uh, tournament stuff until a lot later than um, you guys were probably already way into it. But well, you're, you're a lot younger than us, David. Not that much younger, but he's a lot. Like, um, he's a lot younger but, but, than you. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. <laughs> a lot younger. I'm just but, kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. You can't deny that one. No. When I finally started to really start paying a lot more attention to the tournament scene, there's a guy from, you know, uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, that was tearing it up. And so that's, to me, is my go. It's all, and it's not because I'm ignoring, you know, not, not that I did not to disrespect any of the, the guys that have uh, accomplished stuff uh, before him, but because when I finally got into it, like I said, he was just winning things and just setting records and stuff. So for me, it was Kevin Van Dam. 
Mine was always Denny Brower. I'll tell you why. I was always a shallow water guy growing up and, and fishing. And my uncle, I would always get to fish Bugs Island in the, in the, in the wintertime with my uncle. And that was a black and blue archy jig with a number 11 Uncle Josh Pork Frog. You know, Kenneth, Kenneth knows what I'm talking about. Pork Frog, David, is this, it's this jar, right? And it had, you know, it's the, the, the trailer. Anyway, that was, that was the deal, right? That was the deal. And during my childhood growing up and, and, and whatnot, we moved to Tennessee twice. And the last time we moved to Memphis and striking lure company was there. And I remember seeing, I remember, I don't know where I saw Denny for the first time or how I did it or where I learned of him, but just, he was, you know, that shallow water guy. And that's what I could do. I love to pick apart cover. And it was, he was always the goat to me. And I'll never forget, we went, to, we were going to Bugs Island one day and uh, going to a little creek. And we stopped at this, at this gas station tackle shop deal. And they had a, like a rack of Arky jigs. And they had like a row of Denny Brower pro model jigs on the, on the wall. Right. And my uncle's over here buying these 99 cent Arky jigs. And I, I go over here and I buy, you know, these 299. Strike King jigs. I grabbed like two black and blues. I grabbed two, you know, blacks or whatever it was. And I grabbed me a jar of, of those pork frogs. And my uncle was like, man, why do you spend that money on them jigs? You know, they're no, they're no better than these. And, you know, they're the same thing. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We pull up in a little creek and, you know, there's it's the creek comes in and it splits. And right where it splits, there's this big hump and it's got these stumps on it. And about the third four-pounder I caught, off one of them stumps, he looks at me and he says, you got any more of them jigs? I said, no, I'll pull them out. Isn't that funny? Can't, can't do it. But it had Denny's face on it. And then I got, you know, I had the Wheaties box with Denny. Um, I went, Bass University used to actually be a thing that you could go to at hotels. I went to several deals with him uh, to see him uh, talk. And I'll never forget, he pitched a, a half-ounce electric blue striking jig down the aisle of the Sheraton in, in Nashville one time and it hit my foot, hit my boot and bounced off and was sitting right beside me. And I thought I got to go find some of them. And my, my mom and dad were with me, you know, on that trip to Nashville. And we went to every Walmart trying to find some, and I found some, they were half bounced. I was scared of half bounce KG because it was too heavy, right? Three eighths was it for me. It was too heavy, but it was in January. I bought some, and I go out to fish my first tournament on Tunica Cutoff in Mississippi a few weeks later. And in practice, I caught one over nine on that jig. And um, it's just, I've always been a Denny Brower fan. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, first time I met him, I got to back his boat in the water. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting in the freaking seat of Denny Brower's boat. I mean, I, you know, 28 years old, I'm about to pee my pants, you know, but it was, he's, 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 he's been my good. It's always, it has it been cool. When I've talked to him several times and I've known him for a long time, him and Shirley and Chad and all their families and just been, um, been really cool, but it's, it's neat to see mixing back on the elites and, uh, and whatnot going on there. And so going to be good. going to be good. David, what have I missed? Because y'all went through a bunch of stuff last week. Did you want me to rehash anything from last well, week? What, or did since you did we talk about – did y'all talk about MLF going to best five last week? I'm sure you did. We did, but we, we would definitely like to get your take. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I said it best with Bobby. It sounds like they're going in the right direction, or trying to, anyway. Um, I think fans are 
fans are voting and people are speaking up on what they want to see and what they want to what, what they want to see done. I think it's it's going to add. You know, there were a few quotes in there that kind of got me, you know, curious in their press release from some of the guys that you know was going to change their strategy and mentality. But it's like it's what you've done all your life. I, I did like Bobby's take though on getting back to the crowds. You know, getting back to a weigh-in stage, getting back to a crowd. I think, you know, I and again, personal, not anything with anybody, and certainly not bashing anybody. But um, I think that the the allure of MLF has been good. Guys have enjoyed it, but you know, they get on the open stage, they start seeing some folks, they cross the stage and start seeing some folks and some other deals. Kind of miss them. Kind of miss them fans. Kind of miss them. Fish cross the stage and, and seeing that that action there go down and I I, I kind of like you know where that's going I, I I'm glad it's going to a best five it's going to change the way the guys fish a little bit um but uh, I think it'll be it'll be good so any more thoughts I on do, that I do wonder like with Larry Nixon you know I mean, again not 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 to know I guess not knowing when he finally made that decision to um, take the lenses exception but uh, I wonder if if the you know if he made decision before or after the the format change for BPT because I know that's what he was fishing pro circuit mm-hmm. now invitational what well, would be invitationals next year so I'm wondering if that if that was you know if he would have known about that a while back or if he's like you know what I'm going all in on on ending my career or possibly ending my career at mm-hmm. you know Bass and going that route regardless but I do wonder if that's something that would have if it came out a lot earlier if that would have probably persuade him to probably look at looking at staying because he was over at FOW for quite some time. So, well, I think he put it best in his, in his deal with, with, uh, with Kumar is like, you got nothing to look forward to other than qualifier for the BPT. You know, I know there's red crest and everybody's going to come back and say, see me go on red crest. You know, I get it. Right. But sorry, KG, you're going to say something. No, I think it came down to opportunity. I think, Mm-hmm. I think when he realized there was a chance to get in the legend exemption, I don't think he was willing to fish the opens to get in. But I think when, when, when there was an opportunity to get the legends exemption, he fished that Sam Rayburn open that that was his opportunity. That that's his way in. I, yeah. if, if that had not been available, I don't know that he would have. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. And I mean, he said it best, you know, he's been, he's been wanting to get in for a few years, but Clun and Fritz right. have been, been holding that one up. So right. that's, that's Clun's biggest shooter right there. To, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I know we looked about, you know, opens angler of the year a little bit and who's qualified for the elites. I know it came all the way down to, uh, John Sukup, I believe. So, uh, Keith Boucher, Cooper Gallant, Cole Sands, David Gadsden, Kenta's already there. John Sukup uh, qualifying as well. Kiyoyo Fujita? Fujita? Just say Fujita. it. Fujita. 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 International episode coming first of the year. I, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Um, and then, uh, but uh, did they go down any further? They didn't go down any further in the Northerns, did they? Or did they? Did Jacob Walker get an invite? Do we know? No, I think it was top I three. So. Yeah. I think that one was top three because Poche. It went. It went down from the old northern. It went down the, the overall. O- overall went down the yep. overall. That's right. Okay, yep. Brian New, Brian Smith, Cooper Gallant, um, but Sefuentes, he grabbed. He got in through the Southerns because Brian New was already in. Right. Yeah. Yep. He got in through that because Brian New was already in. 
and Hallman, Norsetter, and Logan Latuso. And Nigemeyer was first one out there on the uh, on the centrals. And I had uh, reached out to Hallman, hadn't heard back from him, wanted to get him on the show. And then Bobby Lane's announcement went down, so he went ahead and got Bobby on for this one. So that's kind of where we were with that. But I going back real quick to the MLF deal, uh, the best five, best tweet, best comment I've seen, former, former Bassmaster digital manager, Chris Mitchell. And I quote, I guess every fish doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, I saw the tweet. I had to put it out there. It, um, I, I, my notes are all over the place this week, David. I apologize. So, but, well, Chris, uh, that, that comes back and not, not to open up a can of worms, but this, I mean, this, it comes back to be careful what you, what you say, because sometimes things can come back and bite you in the rear end. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. Especially when you're, when you're trying to make yourself look a certain way. It can, it can come back and get you. Kind of like uh, walleye cheaters pleading not guilty. That's going to be hard to it's going to be hard to justify on that one. Uh, that's, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes through through the process. Yeah, yeah. So those guys pleading not guilty. Hey, while I'm thinking about it, 901-493-0437. That's the X-Zone Hotline brought to you by Trickstep. Any comments you got on the night show, anything you want to talk about, please hit us up, 901 493 Zero four three seven, or if I'm talking too much for you, just let me know. I'll let Kenton David talk. That's not a problem. Uh, what else? What else? What else have I missed? That's been going on in the bass fishing world. We missed you last week, Chris. By the way, <laughs> it sounded like it. It sounded like it as I go back and edit it. As I, it, it sounded like it. So, but uh, I appreciate David moving all the segments around in the in the wee transfer he sent me. I was I was going along pretty good. Then I get to the one segment and then just like, wait a minute, that's that goes back over here. So it was, uh, it was funny. It was good. It was good. It was good stuff. I think so. I did put a message in the thing and say, Hey, you know, I started it this way and, but you know, Hey, yeah, I don't read those messages. So I didn't even see it. To be honest Thanks. With you. So. Well, David, David was, David was a little nervous. I mean, well, David was a lot nervous. Why were you nervous, David? It was, it was Sad. kind of a, it was kind of a last second decision. It was. <laughs> he was, it was. He was just kind of thrown into the fire. I couldn't listen. Listen, you. I didn't help him much. You can barely understand me now. You really couldn't understand me last week. So really got to understand me last week. So I, I, I apologize for that. But uh, you guys, you guys did a great job. Killed it. I, I appreciate it. So I appreciate it. Uh, Pro Team Journal announces the return to the Outdoor Channel. Uh, starting in January, coming back for 26 weeks. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Coming back for 26 weeks from January to June. And then 20, 26 weeks on the World Fishing Network from July to December. Of course, you've still got new seasons of Protein Journal and Kings of Bass on My Outdoor TV in April of next year, as well as on YouTube in April, starting in April next year as well. Of course, as I mentioned in the open, you can't forget the KOB TV uh, on YouTube right now. Go to the YouTube channel to see. I think episode four is airing right now. So make sure you check that out. Uh, a lot of good stuff on the Rather Outdoor Striking Lose YouTube channel. So great show. I was there for show number one. Do you remember where that was, David? 
Yeah, you, you, you mentioned this before. I know I mentioned it before. Question not long it is. Ago. It was a trivia question not long ago. Should we do it again? Should we do another trivia question again and see if you might remember? That is, we've already forgotten. I know. I know where it was. <laughs> I know where it was. It was with Fandam. You, you, you both have been there. Both of you have been there. I don't know. You've been to the lake, but you've been to the city. So, it's in Traverse City, Michigan. Yes. On Lake Leelanau. Ever been on Leelanau? First episode came on Lake Leelanau with some guy named Van Dam. I'll never forget because I was a caravan boat driver and he was he was twitching the jerk bait. And the guy another guy pulled up next to me and he said, What's he fishing? I said, a jerk bait. And he said, He'll never catch him. He's fishing it way too fast. And all of a sudden he bows up on like a four pounder. And I'm like, pretty sure he can catch him. <laughs> Feel like we're okay, right? So, but yeah, Lake Leland all, and uh, oh, Van Dammit was the uh, was the first one. It is the first of November, second of November, as you listen to this. So you know what that means. Only what twenty? Well, how many days we got left? Oh, you're going to go down that road already? No, well, I mean, you got to right. I mean, we got we got bills to pay. Uh, twenty three days until Black Friday, which means we got a lot of good deals coming up. And then um, I don't know how many days to Christmas, but it's it's you know less than sixty, so it's I'm not, I haven't got that far yet. I'm just getting to Black Friday right now, but a lot of a lot of deals coming up from our friends. Make sure you check out our friends at Revital Outdoors, RevitalOutdoors.com. They got a lot of cool CBD products that'll be great for stocking stuffers and other gifts this um, this holiday season. I don't like I don't like it though, Kenneth. I don't. It's too early, you know. I mean, I'm listening to the radio this morning. And, they're playing Christmas music. I'm like, it's November the first. It's too early for that crap. See how I, I'm. I, I refuse to listen to Christmas music on purpose. <laughs> wow! So, like at all, yeah, ever, I, ever. I won't go there. Yep. Okay. No, not not going to do it. My my biggest problem is if Christmas was not in the winter time, I'd probably I'd probably be better with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> starting next weekend, when the time changes, um, but. This is this not, is the last time as, this is the last time we fall back though, right? Isn't there like a isn't it, it going to be a law that we're not moving on move again is the last time we fall back this weekend? Uh, Am I wrong? I heard that day on, on on satellite radio. It's the last time that we fall back. Now we'll spring forward in the spring in March, but that'll be I the that'll be I the, haven't heard that, but I'm all for it. I am too. Get rid of this crap. I mean, it's Five, six o'clock right now, and it's already getting dark outside. It's going to be really dark next week this time. I, I hate this time of year. I, I just, I, I, you know, I hate the time change deal. Don't laugh at me, David. I just, I hate the time change. We don't get the snow and all the fluffy stuff that y'all have. It's weird down here. I mean, it just, it just is, right? So, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Nope. My daughter's in Italy now. They fell back last weekend. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fell back last weekend. How how is she doing, by the way? Oh, she's doing she's doing really well. I think it's starting to hit her that her trip's coming to an end. So when does she come home? Oh, so soon, right? November twentieth. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, that's coming up quick. That's kind. So she she has really enjoyed Italy a lot. Like, if she could just stay and not come home, I think she would she would do that. Yeah, my wife don't like that idea, does she? No, no, no. Neither does daddy. I was going to say daddy, neither. <laughs> daddy misses little girl, I'm sure. So, 
Mrs. Little Girl. But uh, I got to spend a little time with my daughter last weekend. And, um, you know, of course, it was all about going through camera gear and seeing what I had that she did not have and what she needed. And um, she's like, Dad, can we look in your trailer? I said, no, ma'am, we cannot. There is nothing in my trailer that you need. She's like, no, I think there is. I think there is. I'm like, what do you need? I don't know. I'll, I'll know it when I see it. No, ma'am. I'm sorry. You have all of my equipment right now as it is. I can't. I had to borrow your camera to take a picture last week. So I'm like, I can't do that. Right. So I said, no. Well, I, I, I can tell you the stuff that I've seen that she's done. She's making really good use of that equipment. She is. She is. And um, she's killing it. She really is. She's having a great time, doing a great job with it, killing it. And uh, it's a lot of fun to see. It really is. David? Is her Christmas list going to be pretty expensive? Like one or two items, but it's going to be like, four or five figures no it's no it's one it's 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 one item and okay. um my daughter is of that new generation right i mean i she had i gave her an old computer that i had that i upgraded for i gave her an old computer and um she tried to use it to edit photos and she's like dad i don't like it went back to her ipad so she edits everything on her ipad and everything's in the cloud and uh so she wants a bigger ipad um, like the big 12-inch screen iPad and, and a little faster. The one she's got now is four years old, and it's time for an upgrade for her. So she'll she'll get a, a new iPad. She didn't listen to this, so we're good. I think one of her friends might, so don't tell her. But um, <laughs> she knows what's coming because, I mean, that's just the way it is. And my son, um, he, he owes me money at this point, so he's not getting anything for Christmas. So, uh, But he did pledge to ATO and – Got in. I don't, I don't know whatever whatever that he's now. A, I don't know whatever I, whatever the fraternity thing is. You, you tell me. We're going down, not this weekend, but next to see him and um, family weekend at fraternity. It should be fun. I'm sure there won't be any parties or anything going on there. And I'm sure his stepmother won't be involved in any of that, you know, whatsoever. But um, yeah, so we'll go down for that and, and check that out. But now it'd be a good time. And um, yeah, so. Dakota Championship this week on Gunnersville. Any predictions, KG? What are you looking to see out of, out of Gunnersville this week? You know, Gunnersville has fished pretty good this year. Uh, the summer, when it when it got hot, there was so much floating eelgrass, and it, it was so hot. I think a lot of anglers uh, stopped spending time on the lake. It was less pressure on the lake than we've had in several years. I think that's helped, but we're still – I think we're still missing a few – a few years worth of good spawns. Yeah. Um, so, so we've got, you know, the larger fish are still kind of harder to come by, but I think there's a lot of twos and threes. So yeah. I think a lot of fish will be caught. The key is going to be the guys that can figure out how to catch a little bit better than average. Right. We'll do well, but I, I think the lake will, I think, and our weather's kind of stabilized. So I really think it'll be a good event. Should be, should be really decent weather. I mean, it's going to be like in the upper seventies all week. We've had some fog. In the mornings, uh, been a little chilly in the mornings. Um, in all reality, but I think it's going to be really good. I was trying to pull up to see who all is uh, is in this deal, but I know there's. Um, it's going to be. It should be a really good event. I look for like a Laker Howl to do really well in this one, um, and you know, and a few others. Uh, Laker's got a really cool, really cool year ahead of him. Um, or um, not year, but career ahead of him. I think it's going to be going to be really good. Uh, I don't know. What kind of weights are you expecting to see out of this deal? You know, I don't think we'll see mega weights. I think the, the key is going to be consistent, trying to be consistent, you know, 
for, mm-hmm. for three days. That, that's going to be the hard part. Right. I, I, I think, you know, I'm thinking in that maybe 19 pound range over mm-hmm. three days, 18 and a half to 19 over there would, would do really well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be hard to do that all three days. I, I think someone, someone may have low twenties, but the next day they may have 15. It's kind of hard to back it up. Yeah. Looking at, looking at the, um, Looking at the the roster for this deal, I mean, you know, especially the central division, you know, Josh Bragg, Josh Butler, Laker, um, let's see, Jade Keaton, you got uh, It's a lot of really good anglers in that and it, it is really one of the best it's one of the best tournaments available to any yeah, angler. Yeah, it really is. Uh, there's a lot of money up up, you know, up for that. Um some really good fishermen. I'm curious to see if maybe somebody comes in and kind of does something a little off the wall. Yeah, I think I think the lake is is fishing better throughout the entire lake now than what it has been, so I, I think it might lend to someone kind of maybe not as familiar with the lake come in and kind of do something a little off the wall and have some success, just from lack of pressure. They find something that that very few other guys are doing that's a little different. Well, let me tell you something. It's not for a lack of people in this event. My God. There, I think it's 177. If I mean, if not more. I mean, it's it's. I'm looking at the roster and it keeps going. Yeah, and, it's uh, called Toyota Championship. Well, you've got co anglers there too, but you do. Um, but even that, I mean, it's, it's a lot more than just Toyota anglers. I don't know why they call it Toyota Championship because you got you got BFL anglers qualified for it. Yeah. Um, the uh, the uh, high school one of the high school anglers. Um, I forget her a Fallon. So you got inter- she's in it. Yeah, you got international. Um, you got international vision. You got BFL All American pros. There's what two, four, six, eight of those. The Federation National Championship Pro and Co. You've got uh, four college kids, and then um, that are in. I think the title. I think the title uh, qualified uh, somebody for so. it as well. Yeah, I think so. Wild card. You got all kinds of stuff in here. So. Yeah. Yeah, you, it's it's a big, it's definitely a, it's a big event. It'll be interesting to see. Consistency will be key in this one for sure. So, David, what did you learn this week? Anything? I mean, did you trick or treat? I know you, you guys, y'all, y'all did it over the weekend. KG, did you trick or treat or hand out candy last night? No, no, not a one. Okay, fishing lures, nothing, just nothing. Okay. No. Okay. All right. I got you, David. What did you learn this week? Mm, nothing new no, nothing nothing that was useful but i was gonna i mean oh i was gonna send us a while back so it wasn't something i learned this past weekend but i don't know if i was gonna share it but you know you know i'm not a fan of peeps but because of the fact that what i know you okay keep on going but, sorry you know they you know i guess besides trying to cap i, I don't know if they've had them last year because obviously I, I don't like peeps but they have you know halloween themed ones and i was just like uh, and I was gonna—I forgot to text the the the, uh, the image to you guys, but yeah, that, that's, that's look. You can't. It's it's like the moon pies, right? You know the fried moon pies, which were phenomenal, <laughs> by the way. And I'm sorry the video sucked, David. Okay, it was on my iPhone and there wasn't good cell service there. I'm sorry uh, that the we'll, video we'll, was we'll grainy. KG, because you know, because KG's not an Apple guy, so he you know it's gotta be a, it, it changes the format of the. Of the file, so but I no, it was me. Out. I did it. You know, I, I'm the one who shot the video and sent it out, but it was still pretty, pretty poor. But you know, you, you can't really mess with a peep. You can't make it like some weird, 
Probably the best comment we got. It's already weird all on its own. It is, but it's it's just a marshmallow and it's good, right? My big hang up, my big hang up for Halloween has been the carrot, not the carrot. I have the caramels with a little white center. Those those are primo. But the pumpkins, Kenneth saw these as well. The, the little mallow cream pumpkins, kind of like candy corn, but they're pumpkins. Mm. You know, I, I go, I'm on and off of those. Um, uh, but uh, Brent and Godwin walked in the trailer. At, at, at that championship, and he goes, thank God somebody has some taste in Pop-Tarts, you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's only one flavor. And I'm like, you're right, brown sugar cinnamon. And, of course, they're all gone. He ate them all. So I <laughs> I, I didn't get a single one of those. But, um, which, hey, that's fine, whatever. But um, I had my Jack Daniels for breakfast. I was good. But, uh, no, it was just, it was it was funny. But, David, the, the peeps, you, got, you just got to get on board, dude. You got to get on board. Nah. So, yeah. KG, how about you? Anything. What'd you learn this week? Um, I don't know that I've learned anything really. Okay. All right. Well, that makes two of us. So that makes two of us. Uh, well, I well, no, I, I haven't I haven't learned anything. What? You gotta learn you learned something. What? No, I haven't learned anything. It's okay. You can say it. He's still getting smiling. He 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 wants to. He wants no, to. That's I, I got I got nothing. Biting his tongue. So, all right, folks, with that, we will let you get back to your regularly scheduled program. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. If you've got tournaments, David, give us your tournament spiel. Where do they go? What do they do? Yeah, winter, fall, winter 2023, Dijon at com. That's D-X-I-O-N-G at com. And I think I mentioned this last week, too, but if you want to share results with us, too, Shoot them our way. We'll send, put them up as well. Send them over. I poured a lot of stuff to David. It, not Dijon mustard, but Dijon, <laughs> D-X-I-O-N-G, at anglerschannel.com. I had to get you just a DX at anglerschannel.com address just so it makes a little DX. That might help a few people out. It might. D, how many how many kickbacks are D-I-J-O-N-G, Dijon, you know, Dijon, Mike? Yeah, it ain't Gregory Vaughn, folks. It's D-X-I-O-N-G. So make sure you get those, uh, send those calendars over, send those results over, and uh, they would get them up in the calendar and get you guys squared away. Um, as always, on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only Mr. Bobby Lane, moving back to the Opus, trying to qualify for the Elites and that Classic, trying to get that Classic trophy. For the AC Circus, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great weekend. Weekend, KG. Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trickstep. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.